Okay, now reach down there and turn up the volume. Yeah, seriously, because we're going to talk about something really important today. Supposedly the most important one of the day. Well, at least as meals are concerned. We're talking breakfast. You eat breakfast? Yeah, we're going to get into the facts. Get ready to take out a big bite and swallow down some carb-laden facts and some fun. And yeah, a little bit of craziness too, without syrup this time, on this tasty and nutritionally laden episode of Street Curb Curiosity. You ready? Take a seat and get ready to chow down. Okay, okay, okay. I'll start with an apology. Look, this is not a true crime podcast. I know that's a hot category right now, but we are talking about serial killers today, but kind of sort of a different kind. The most important meal of the day? Well, I'm not really sure, but the survey says 93% of America, us here in the States, agree that breakfast is the most important meal of the day. Mm. But hold on to your biscuits. Less than half, 44% to be precise, actually eat breakfast. One survey I saw said that less than uh, 34% of us eat breakfast, but about half of us wish we did. And you know, desire and goal is about half the battle, right? Right. Well, teens who eat breakfast, they supposedly get better grades per the Cleveland Clinic. So is it an important meal? Well, we are going to chew on that one a little bit later in this episode. But here in America, got to tell you, The people who eat breakfast eat breakfast on average about three days a week. That's it. And cold cereal. About a third of us eat it just about every day. Not necessarily as breakfast. 65% they eat eggs all the time. I don't really know how. Sunny side up, scrambled. Scrambled is my favorite, by the way. 10% eat a bagel, some toast, a muffin, something like that. Banana nut or bran would uh, work for me, thank you. Pancakes, they are the most biggest favorite. Eggs Benedict comes in second, plus there's grits, a breakfast burrito, a sandwich, biscuits and gravy, a tasty bacon, egg, and cheese biscuit. Mm-mm, mm-mm, Had one of those from Wawa the other day. It was really, really good. And ding, 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 saw a study from 2018 from China that said eating one egg a day, regardless of time of day, will actually lower your chance of cardiovascular disease by about 18%. And another study from Vienna. Yeah, one of the things for breakfast, fruit juice, uh-uh-uh, not a goodie. 50% chance of being overweight if you drink fruit juice, fruit juice, I can't say those words, fruit juice on a daily basis. Uh, well, you know, how did this whole breakfast thing start? Well, back in ancient Egypt, beer and bread were a staple for breakfast. Gotta love those guys. And wine was a breakfast drink in ancient Rome. Ah, those Italians, those wacky people. Wine for breakfast. I know actually a lot of people that have wine for breakfast now, but that is a whole other story. How many different things can you have for breakfast? Well, from around the world, the most common thing we eat in the morning on this planet is cold cereal. It seems to be a constant regardless of your nationality. China eats deep-fried breadsticks and some rice porridge. In northern India, wheat flatbread and curry with pickles. Ugh, I don't like pickles. Japan, steamed rice and miso soup with some raw egg and seaweed. Australia, you get yourself a fry up of eggs, bacon, beans, and tomatoes. Spain's favorite breakfast food, chocolate churros. I love that. Russia, kasha 
which is a, a porridge of buckwheat and oats, and I'm sure there's some vodka in there as well. France, baguettes with butter and jam and coffee and orange juice. And when I was in Paris, had a baguette every morning it, it, with the butter, more butter than I've ever had in my entire life, and it was incredibly tasty. Paris, I miss you. Netherlands, bread smeared with butter and sprinkles. Yes, sprinkles. Okay, if you're from Philadelphia, we call them jimmies. I don't know why. Actually, I do know why, but that's another podcast. But bread with butter and sprinkles. Colombia, a soup of milk and eggs and potatoes. Italy, croissant with latte. Uh, Fiji, little fried pancakes. Costa Rica, a very popular breakfast drink there is sugar water. Just sugar water. Sugar cane all ground up with water. That's it. And that's breakfast in Costa Rica. Peru. Uh, Sometimes they enjoy a cold drink with lime and onions and salt and hot pepper and raw fish juice. Yee. In the Himalayan mountains, yak butter tea. (laughs) Yeah. South Africa, a corn porridge with a hard sweet biscuit. In Uganda, uh, green bananas cooked with some beef and peanuts. Nigeria. I wish I could get my Nigerian accent down, but I, I can't try because it it's just really, really bad. Fried cakes of ground beans and some uh, corn porridge. And in Venezuela, with the alleged best breakfast in the world, per studies, per thrillist, by the way, a Paris, or Aparis, depending on how you say it. It's kind of sort of like a corn flour biscuit filled with butter and some creamy cheese and meat and chicken and avocado and chorizo and eggs and more. Here comes a goodie, all-time favorite breakfast food that very few people actually eat. You ready? Cold pizza. Ha! And it happens more often in the western United States than in the eastern United States. Not sure why. Biggest group of breakfast eaters? Old people, boomers, yep, over 65 years of age. And uh, the lower your age goes, the less breakfast uh, opportunities you are going to try. And to get a little bit more granular on the entire thing, if you're over 65, you boomer, 83% of you are going to eat breakfast on a fairly regular basis. And if you're in that tumultuous and desired 18 to 34-year-old demographic, about 53% of you eat breakfast. You like uh, finding out about breakfast from around the world? You eat breakfast? We're going to get into some other fun stuff. Yeah, but let's also talk about the food that people don't like for breakfast. Bad, bad breakfast food. Bad breakfast food. Or hated, depending on how you want to look at it. Uh, Some folks, well, you know, they talk about frozen waffles. You see TV commercials about it. There are some cereals out there that are a third sugar. And people love the stuff. Plus, the people don't like chocolate chip pancakes. Some people love chocolate chip pancakes. I'm just telling you what I read, okay? French toast sticks that you make in the toaster. Okay. Pineapple juice? Well, that certainly is not on the good juice list. I do like myself some good orange juice. And you're ready? You're going to hate me for this. Or maybe you're going to love me for this. Maybe you'll listen to more podcasts when I say this. I like pulp in my orange juice. I popped my peas. I like pulpy orange juice. Pulpier the better. I want to be like a sperm oil filtering that stuff out with my teeth. And some people think that's repulsive. Oh, or there's also cranberry juice. I like cranberry juice too. And no, there's no vodka involved, at least at this time of day. Well, now, is breakfast that important? You might like it, you might eat it, you might ignore it, but is it an important meal of the day? I promised you this fact. Well, and the answer is, yeah, well, it depends on who you talk to. 
Many experts say, eh, you know, you just eat healthy, skip the morning meal. It's not really that bad. Get your caloric intake in. But there is also that group of people, scientists, who will tell you that eating breakfast has the ability of lowering your blood pressure or getting your cholesterol down. I think I fit in that 50-50 club. I mean, you know, sometimes I'll have myself... You know, a nice little yogurt with some frozen blueberries, maybe a bagel once in a while. I can't remember the last time I've had eggs, with the exception of like a bacon, egg, and cheese biscuit once in a blue moon, something like that. Uh, And when to eat breakfast if it's an important meal? Well, the foodie experts will tell you that you need to eat within two hours of waking up. Yes, eat as soon as you wake up because it kind of jumpstarts your body. Plus, 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 plus. Also, have a glass of water before anything else. No coffee, no juice, no munching on that cold pizza. Have yourself a big glass of water before you ingest anything else in the morning. And I actually do this. You know, I, I get up, I don't know, for some reason, I get up about an hour before I get up, sometimes two hours, and I'll have myself a glass of water then. And I know that's not good either, but damn it, we're just not trying to create new rules here. So, you following along here? Get up, have some water, eat some breakfast, if you're a breakfast eater, because it will do you good. Maybe. Yeah. Or maybe not. Oh, and some trivia for you. The peeps who do say that it is good for you, well, it's all in the name. It's the name breakfast. Break fast. Break fast. Break fast. You haven't eaten in like 12 hours. No cold pizza at midnight, Okay. You probably haven't eaten for 12 hours, or probably shouldn't have. You get your body out of that fasting mode and jumpstart into the day with eating a break fast. There are medical experts who also say that that is total bullshit. There is no difference between how you eat your daily calories. Just eat the correct calories. Eat those fruits and vegetables, damn you. And no, it doesn't lead to you being overweight either. There is also some studies that say if you don't eat breakfast, you're going to gain more weight. Studies that say if you do eat breakfast, it doesn't mean anything. But there allegedly is a correlation that breakfast eaters seem to, I don't know, they have a better mentality, they take better care of themselves, better habits, damn you. So overall, you may eat better and take better care of yourself. So some stats do say if you do eat breakfast, it's because you're one of them that you're actually doing better. Okay. Okay. So if you do feel hungry, you should eat. And if you don't feel hungry, well, you know, kind of move on with your day. And with breakfast, oh, by the way, coffee is a big winner. Two thirds of coffee is drank, drunk, drank, drunk, had with uh, breakfast. Yes. Two thirds of coffee is actually consumed with breakfast. And 71% of people say that they love restaurants that serve breakfast all day. Like McDonald's, got to give them credit. Nothing like a good Egg McMuffin at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Well, there is a whole other dimension of breakfast we haven't talked about yet. A later breakfast. Where does brunch come into the equation? And who just doesn't love a good mimosa at any time of the morning? Ah, yes, brunch. Actually, it started in England in the 1800s. and became big here in the States in the late 1900s. I do love that. Think about that for a while. The late 1900s. There's even somebody who gets credit for inventing brunch. A guy by the name of Guy Beringer, or Beringer. Not quite sure how to say his name, but one of those two. He suggested and asked for coffee and some breakfast items and then probably stepped it up a little bit and said, you know, how about some fried chicken with that waffles? And boom, it's all his. Brunch. And yes, there are people who eat breakfast before brunch. 
A little trivia for you again. What's the number one reason people like brunch? It's not that hard to figure out. You get to sleep in. Sometimes it's just the simple math. Of course, we have to bring some music into this discussion. The biggest breakfast song I know. Remember this one from, uh, I think it was the late 70s from Elton John? Don't Go Bacon My Heart with Kiki D. I love that tune. Well, we're going to wrap up this podcast with some breakfast advice. If somebody brings you breakfast in bed, you know, just seriously, don't think so hard about it. Just say thank you. Not, you know, who are you and how did you get into my apartment? Come on, don't be like pancakes and get all flipped out. Be like syrup and just kind of like go with the flow. All sugary, sweet, and finger-licking good. Like this episode of Street Curb Curiosity.